How are you guys doing today? I hope you guys are doing fine. I'm doing fine myself. Welcome to another talk of the day or talk of the year, if I should say this 2020 has been. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And as always, I'm your host, Charles Morima, and this is Let's Talk Africa. And today, um, I'm going to weigh... I'm gonna go away um, a bit far away from like it's not so much away but what's happening in America right now um, first of all the pandem- pandemic is still going on um, we're still trying to look for ways to stop this we're still trying to look way to get a cure and um, all that is going on then from nowhere um somebody just got got killed by the police in um disturbing way daylight in the middle of the day people watching people recording oh boy and um now the talk of the town is reforms and police and and all that and um it's been it's been it's been oh boy it's been oh it's been a journey um first of all i'll say um how does you someone feel when they see such a video to me i've not watched it all of it i've not i haven't i don't know i i'm feeling there's no need for me watching whatever people are saying or whatever I'm hearing or the short clips that I'm seeing, like him being pressed on his neck. And um, Floyd was, Floyd, uh, the guy was um, begging for mercy and they were not even in a position of giving him. Um, it, it ignites that feeling where you feel... And you know it's not all police are like this, right? It's um, so many things r- going wrong, and um, I've not given a thought of thinking to watch that video. It's 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 just disturbing to even think about it. Now, um, my topic today will be more of not of how um, he died or necessarily all that i'll just talk about um how is it to be in um, in america while black like how does it is there something that people should march in the streets about peaceful demonstration that is is there anything that people need to talk about my opinion yes there is so so much so much that goes on i'll give you my experience on um racist uh situation that i faced and um, policemen stopping me and all those kind of stuff that first of all um before i came into america um i was so much into um not in that um driven force of coming to america first of all i was not into it because 
when I was still in Africa, there was still this um, thing about black people getting shot, police just killing black people. It was going on before even I came. So it's not something that started the other day. So I was not feeling like coming in. Um, and even my lawyer, the one that was processing my case, he was here and I was in Kenya. He was telling my wife, um, a young black, a young black African, it's, it's risky for, for them to be even in the country with all these things going on. But my wife had convinced me to come. So, you know, love and <laughs> yeah. So, um, we had an argument with my wife for almost two weeks about me coming here. But finally, I just decided, you know, let's give this one a try. <laughs> so far, so good. Um, I've, I've, I've not had so much racism directed to me, like so much, but I've met a couple. Um, the first one I'll say, um, the first one that got me was um, a barber shop. When I came here, um, I didn't, I didn't know so many people when I came here, so I didn't know a good barber shop, and I wanted to get my hair cut. Um, I needed a good barber shop, so my wife never used to um use um normal barber no no normal hair salons and she never knew because over here like if you're if you're from kenya um so many people over here don't know how to do hair in a in a way that you're used to so my wife used to go to other people from kenya who have opened their salons in their homes so my wife never knew about so many barber shops or uh black barber shop or white barber shop so that was the other thing so me and my wife one day decided um you know what let's go to this barber shop and and see what if they can do my hair so the first barber shop i went it was a mm, white barber shop um the first thing when i when i went in the first thing that got me shocked i went in and everybody in the barber shop looked 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 at me like are you lost like it was so awkward so i was like i, I don't know i, I want to need this my, get my haircut or my haircut or something so i don't even care about if they look me awkwardly so person at the reception took my number tell me to wait so i waited um so I was getting my haircut from this blonde. She was like a blonde pregnant woman. She was not that heavy, but yeah, she was pregnant and she was white and she was um she had just done uh cutting a white hair. So she took the comb. They used like two combs, a big comb and a small comb, and she um sanitized the combs and sat down and we um we continued um so she doesn't really use uh, a new comp with any 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 anybody uh like if this is the first customer when the second customer comes all she does is sanitize them and then use them like they're clean but when she got done with me she was in a bad mood she took the combs right into my face threw them on the trash can 
and went inside and got new ones for the next cut. Oh boy, I I was like, what? And then the way I was, and then when she was done, she oh boy, it was, it was a a casino that to me that time I I never felt like rested. I felt like just disrespect or just like um I don't know. Am I that dirty or? You could have used new comps with me because you used this. Oh, anyway, that happened, and um, I was not able to go back to that barber shop. Um, I went to a black barber shop, and then um, I was new, and this barber shop was a black barber shop. All they were using was this. Um, the funny thing with the black barber shop, white people were in there, and black people were in there, so it was a mix. But the white barber shop was just white, so this black barber shop was um I don't know cussing a lot and and very strong language they use like in front of kids because they were I I was seeing like kids of age of um, maybe ten fourteen or twelve. And the language they were using, oh boy, I didn't feel comfortable because Africa, <laughs> when you're new from Africa and you come to this place, you're, you're like a, you're like joining high school, you see. So <laughs> when you see things you don't feel like comfortable with, yeah. So later on I came back, uh, I met a friend, uh, took me to his barber shop. it was a nice guy, black guy, and yeah, so till today i have the same barber because <laughs> man the next one um was in church that was a shocking thing for me i went to church and um, we were with my wife and the church was so filled up with people and then so there was no so much extra seats but we saw one one place where there was uh, an extra two seats so we went there and, and, and it was like a bench seat so we went there and sat and then the people who are next to us was this old three ladies like white old they were so disgusted by us sitting next to them oh boy ah yeah they didn't even want my wife to put her handbag on the chair because they were I've never seen such a hate in somebody's face and you're in a church. M- to make matters worse, when, you know, when the church is going on, some people get out and it was filled when it started. But in the middle of the of the service, some people go home or some people just decide, uh, some people get emergency. They had to switch seats and go somewhere else, not to sit next. Oh, my God. And the way she, uh, I, 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 in church. And then the pastor says, if you have a problem, come in front of, uh, and, um, come, come in front of the church and we'll pray for you. And this lady who was not so happy seeing us, not so happy being next to us, we never knew her. We don't, she will go. <laughs> She will be the f- the people who will go to pray for people who have problems. I was like, really? Okay, maybe. <laughs> uh, so that's 
that's kind of racism I've met. Like, people don't want you where you are. People will see you and walk away from you. Um, when they see you, they see you like you are coming. They see you in the store, like in Walmart. Um, they came up with this thing where they will, they will check. A Walmart, Walmart is like, a, for those people in Africa, Walmart is like a, a supermarket. So, you go to this place. When you're coming out, this there's a lady or there's somebody um on the exit want to check what you have but they used to do it on black people they never used to do it on white people so that gave us something to talk about and few people black people raised that point and they stopped doing it but if we never raised anything then they were saying people are stealing and they were suspecting black people the only people who steal and oh boy, I've seen white people stealing in um, in supermarkets yeah I've seen them doing it not like seeing them in the action but after they come out I was there was this day I was going I don't know what I was going to do in there uh, in Walmart and then I met these two two ladies next to my where I was parking and they were just laughing about how they got away with shoplifting. It was not my business, but I was like, wow. And they are going to look for, um, uh, well, they are going to, look. I didn't even pay attention. I didn't even look at them because I didn't want to, to be, uh, some, you know, but when you go into, a, into Walmart and, and in these stores and they're checking black people they're not checking white people you kind of wonder why will they put um such a thing so um living in america's black sometimes it's hard but some sometimes you just live like they don't things don't exist that way because the more you feel angry the more you start creating hate in yourself the more you start being distressed and in short, you're just destroying yourself from the inside and all be coming out from you is hate. So most of the time, I'll just ignore them. Um, uh, anyway, let me talk about cops. Have I ever been stopped by a cop? Yes. For doing something wrong? Yes. I was over speeding one day. I was, <laughs> that was crazy. It was, it was this rainy day and I knew, ah. <laughs> cops cannot be on the road right now right so what what am i gonna do i'm gonna drive the way i want all right so i was in in a different county from my home home county like in a different place and um everything was going okay and everything was going fine and i decided oh, how what's the speed limit so i had checked the speed limit and the speed limit was 60 decided oh boy so i decided that um i'm gonna i'm gonna speed like hell <laughs> but I, I, I was like i, I won't go that fast but now uh, yeah so i decided to go 80 on a 60 highway speed limit and yeah kid you not um all i could hear was um siren and to look on my mirror and side mirror i was <laughs> all i saw was a cop coming behind me and i was like 
of uh, this not this is not happening to me. <laughs> so I pulled up to the side, and this now I was so scared. Not that I cannot talk to cops. Not that I have not dealt with cops, but the stories that this is my first time getting pulled over, right? And the story I was hearing from um um from when I was in Africa that they used to happen on 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 speed uh traffic stops or violating speed uh, it it used to happen on the roads and i was like oh my god I'm, i i could not breathe right I, I was wondering now what do i say to this i was so confused i was oh yeah things were just going through my mind before he came out from his car walks to armaka and he told me um he came and say hey hey and he was kind of friendly which i was wondering oh, what is he trying i i don't know i didn't think he would pull a gun on me cuz i i didn't have a gun at that time cuz i had not even um i i had not even thought of buying a gun <laughs> that time so i don't have a gun is is he going to pull a gun on me or is he going to just shoot? things were just going through my head and then he came and he was nice and he was like hey hey uh can i get your driver license and then i gave him my driver license oh he told first he told me do you know why i stopped you and then i was like um um i don't know and then he told me can i get your driver license so i gave him my driver license and whatever they asked for i gave him and then he told me um could you get out from your car i was like shoot <laughs> here we go oh god i'm going to get handcuffed and thrown in oh my god then he told me walk with me towards my car he saw in my face the way i was shook shock or sh- whatever that is yeah hey, yo <laughs> so he saw it and then he he when he was talking to me by my accent he knew i was not i was not born here so he 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 just knew i was an african who just came into america so he told me to walk into his car we walk into his car he told me to even sit in front power <laughs> why This is my first time being caught. This is my first time in a police car and I'm sitting on the front of the car like I'm a co-driver. And then he's just trying to put my in. So I'm I'm seeing all he's doing on the computer. He's not some I could have said something like could you not do that? Could you not give me a ticket? Or, but I that thing in my head was so then he t- he started trying to uh, talk me into some different things like he asked me where i'm from originally and uh, what i used to do when i was conversing with him um i, I felt like that uneasiness started to fade away little by little and by the time I w- we were done talking he t- he gave me a ticket and he gave me my uh, id and he told me um don't don't over speed because if you do this is going to happen in america and I, and and i was like in my head i was like no i i know people get killed in america just of for over speeding but they didn't say it. they just looked at him and said okay i said 
rather have a heart here rather rather than being dead or you know so let me just go my way so i went i just got out from the police car got into my car that's how that's how my stop was it was so different it was i don't know is i don't know if because i'm not a born american i'm just from africa coming here i, I don't know if the, i don't know i don't know so and this guy was an old guy but when i'm seeing some clips most of people who are getting uh, all these pinned all these um commotion are like young cops trying to prove something because in my case if it was a young cop i think i would have gotten really really in big trouble or maybe i don't know it's something that you have to think about and you have to um, digest in a way so to me i've had one time done that and it was not such a good thing and um, now coming back into these other stories of people have been asking me are you gonna keep quiet about this looting and this uh, violent my my opinion is uh, i've been listening to trevor noah if you guys know trevor noah he he's a host of the daily show and trevor noah was putting this this looting thing uh, uh, as the way people feel when people when they see people looting um it's the way black people in america have felt since they came here slaves when police are looting black people's bodies if that makes sense like it's so bad like it's not such a good thing to look no i don't i don't i don't i don't i don't um support that the uh protest yes because this country needs not even police People are just concerned about police, but w most, and I was so surprised. Let me say one thing before I talk about uh, the resistance. Let me say a good thing about this uh, protest. Um, for the first time, for the first time, I've seen white people marching to help black people raise their voices. It was Oh boy, I, I almost shed a tear when I was seeing this on TV. Like, you know, right now in America, we are heading into summer. And this is where the sun is so hot. Like, the humidity around is so crazy. And you see people coming out from their houses. They are not blacks. No. Pure white. And they come out to help black community i saw some white woman and a guy raising a sign saying stop killing black people boy that was <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. that was nice as in wow i never thought that can happen i never even thought there was so many white people who can't support black 
ah, why, why? Because this country has only 14%, 14% black people. So if you're 14% black people come out marching by themselves, nothing will be heard. We'll be beaten up by police. We'll be... But why people now coming into our rescue? Oh, thank God for this day has come. Thank God this day has come. I've seen something different. Uh, I've... In my in, in my town, I've been seeing white people marching with no w- black person in the midst. Yeah, I, w- I was driving, going to work, and this group of white people, almost like 50, I never saw a black person in that midst. They were all white, marching, singing the name of um the guy who was killed, and saying we need reforms, and saying i oh yeah yeah unbelievable story <laughs> so as i was saying it's not only the police that needs to be reformed no there are so many people who are white who would make a guy who's black to get into trouble we have seen so many times have you seen how they work if you have if you have been following up with this um somebody called no, uh, police on a black person mostly are women calling the police it's like a it's like a system organized uh, white people will will call the police and the police will come and do their worst like it's it's a trend thing I, I, there was this time i was thinking um are these white people trying to get famous or trying to be out there in the tv like yeah i'd call on police on this person uh, mostly are women i'm like i thought women were like the mother nature of this world like they are the the way it's women around the world and women with their love and care i thought they are sometimes i i i a woman calling a police on a person, on a black person who is entering his house in the same apartment. In short, she was trying to be like, he's black, he cannot be able to afford such a place. What? Oh, and he, and she followed him till he entered his house. The other day, as this thing of marching and protesting going on, a woman calling the police on a black guy who was doing his job. His job. It's it's ridiculous when you think about it. Me, what I'm thinking or what I'm trying to put together is. If they're going to do any reforms, they have to change the whole system. This system of. If you call somebody on somebody and whatever you're calling for is not true or whatever you're calling for is not even appropriate, you get a jail sentence. I'll, uh, that will work for that. I'll, I'll, yeah, because where would you call some the police on somebody who is in the park barbecuing? Oh, my God. It's allowed to barbecue in the park. It's allowed. It's 
you're calling the police <laughs> on someone you don't know maybe you've never met them they are swimming in the apartment pool the pool is meant for everybody black people are just it, it was like two a father and his kid are swimming in the pool and you call the police on them claiming they don't even live there and then they come out with the keys of the place they live and then you're like you never even talk to these people you just saw them and call the police and then to me the whole system should be changed it's it's a whole new system this system of um racist people you know when you when you get racist when you get racism in a community from maybe a white person you will think all whites are like that but not all of them are like that most of them are not most of them are not because most of them voted for Barack Obama right so why would Barack Obama win by 14% population of black people doesn't make any sense he was he was voted by white people who appreciate everybody's so i hear this thing of white people complaining saying that um um black people are saying black life matters instead they will have said all life matters but right now it's not the the slogan doesn't say only black lives matters the slogan says black life matters because already the white life matters cause they get treated so good. i have seen cases in the court where a white woman killed a guy a black guy and when she was going into prison everybody was hugging her everybody was telling her everything is going to be okay and everything is going to go smoothly have you ever seen a black woman going to prison for killing someone Oh, you'll never want to compare the two scenes. So already white life matters, right? Now we are trying to say black life matters too, you know? All in all, all lives matters. Everybody agrees, all life matters. But right now, we need to remind people, black people need to be treated like human beings the way white people are being treated. So to me... um all this campaign, all this will go down good with me if something changes. Not just the cops. Being being a cop, um, you might be good and some other cop might be bad. But if you have an, um, a gas pedal that te- makes you move so fast to arrest black people, this gas pedal is white people calling you the police to come arrest somebody and then you come violate your rights pin them down like like dogs beat them up i've seen somebody getting arrested and he's not fighting the police but the police is beating the hell out of this guy for no reason oh my goodness now the last thing i have is with our president um trump um I'm not really happy about his response to everything. First, the response to coronavirus, and now the response to this um, protest. 
Ah, yeah, yeah. Ah, no, 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 no. I'm gonna go. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to talk about him so much, but I'm not happy about what he has reacted. You know, telling people he's going to shoot people when looting start, and he's going to deploy the army into an American soil, which the army has sworn to protect. And you go to fight Iran, you go to fight Iraq to protect America. Now you want to come and kill your own people in your own... Anyway, um, you know, yeah, they're looting and there is violence and there is something called truce, you know. Okay, stop looting and stop doing all this so that we can have a meaningful talk and come out, come out with an agreement that will make the whole thing process be okay and looting will not help anything it, it the mat the matter of fact it will just spoil everything so can we can i have your your leaders to come into white house or whatever and just have a talk and as this continues please let if you are still gonna be there out there uh, let's have a peaceful march because we want to hear your voices as the people that's what i expect from a president like trying to make this on this thing work out like uh putting <sighs> salt into an injury is not trying to make it better okay there's no drug that can cure that is sweet i know but you have to take steps as a leader. You have to show people you are a, um, a leader who's trying to bring people together. You know? The problem I have with Trump about this thing is he got elected mostly because of um, I'll say racism uh, in migrants and everything that most of most of not all of them most of white people hate is is black people migrants what else because they say migrants come here to steal their jobs and black people need to go back where they came from and so many things that he got voted for because one of his, one of his campaigns a black woman was punched on the face by a white guy and Trump was there standing and telling the people remove her from there take them out throw them out I'm like when you say rights for the rights for women I thought you just said rights for every woman not just section of women and other women's are not somebody a man with your hundred common sense punching a woman on the face and you feel proud about it. You're just a disgrace as a guy. No, you're just a disgrace. Um, so I don't know about Trump with this thing. I don't know if he'll get good legal advice on how to take these matters into a better place. So many people has, have so many people have come out trying to condemn his uh, words of deploying military and all this he's saying. And I saw him go to a church, lift a Bible. I, I don't know what he meant by that, but um, 
I hope we'll go to um, a common ground, a good negotiation plan, and everything will go into place. Before I finish, I had forgotten something. Now, for um, racism to end completely, I know it might not end with me, maybe our, our kids or our kids' kids, I don't know, because slavery was there nine, back way then, and still whatever used to happen those days is happening today. So for it to stop happening, some things need to change. Some things need to be put into place. Let's say, for example, the point I was wanting to finish with is if I'm a black person, when I'm married and have kids, at some point I have to sit my kid down and trying to warn them about not being killed by police, right? Second of all, I have to cheat teach my kids that they'll be looked down upon because they are black right in short this they say um over here in america they say um it's that time to have that talk with our kids the black people have that and i know some some i was i was seeing some video and some guy said when they were growing, he was white, and then they were. When, he was saying when they were growing up, they were taught to not care about black people. So you see, as long as our parents stop doing that, as long as parents stop doing that, teaching black kids will be looking down upon, and white people teaching their kids not to care about black. As long as that is not taught. As long as that is not into the society, that will be the first thing to start healing this. <clears throat> and I don't, excuse me, and I don't know um, if everybody will be into the whole idea of trying to live as one community right now. It will not take, it will not take, uh, yeah, it will not take 10 years, it will take a while. But we start... They say um, a thousand miles starts with one step. It's time to make that one step and start walking to the right direction. So for me, um, living in America is a bit hard sometimes, but we can make it better as black people to stop um, suffering from all this brutality and all this police um, harassment and all these people calling in and in short, it would be a great place if parents don't pass this racism down from kids. Then their kids passing. It's it's like an inheritance. You have to, you have to. I saw some other guy saying he was a racist because he thought black people one day might do what the, the white people did to them back in the days of um, slavery. And I was like, uh, you know, we need to stop heal our wounds, move on, and trying to live as a community, as a society that loves and appreciates each other. I know it's not only in America. Europe happens so bad. Mostly here, Italy is the worst place. Germany, oh my God. Um, it's not happening only in America. It's a worldwide thing. And then to make matters worse, Africa themselves hate each other. That's another thing I need to talk about. Africans... <sighs> Anyway, God have mercy on us. 
thank you guys for listening to me um i want to appreciate all people who have been listening to my uh product podcast i've seen a large number of you is going to is going on and listening to my why black americans are not accepted in um african sites you guys are loving that so much appreciate you for that um leave a comment uh say something um go to my twitter handle uh, i went uh, and uh, left a link on on my um info on my page uh if you want to go to twitter handle all you have to do is just click the link and just talk to me on twitter talk to me on uh, email people are saying they don't um they don't see na- an option to say something but if you're listening on to other platforms i've li- left my twitter account handle on my um info uh, my email address is on there um if you're listening on anchor it's easy to um it's an anchor is a broadcast um platform where you can listen and record voice messages so that i can respond to them so thank you thank you so much for listening to me it's been a great time talking to you each and every time i get a chance i'm kind of so busy so much doing a lot and trying to record this but i want to thank you all for giving me this courage always to um talk to you and share what i what i feel or what i think about stuff i and i usually usually say it's not um a command it's not a directive way to go it's just my opinion so don't take it too personal if i stepped on your toe <laughs> it's just uh, just my opinion yeah so thank you for listening to let's talk africa till we meet next time you guys take care and be good and by the time we talk next time hope we'll have something to make sure that um our society is moving into the right direction thank you guys <laughs>